So when you start your business, it is key to actually know who you are like gearing your message to. What is your message? Like, what are you saying? You yeah. know, you need to know specifically what am I saying? And you can only know that by actually deeply understanding who you're speaking to. Hi guys, welcome back to another episode on the Digital Dreamers Hub podcast. I'm super excited to have you guys here. I'm Trudy, your host, and I want you to get ready to be inspired by today's guest, Sia Tanya, a former corporate UI UX designer turned globetrotting online entrepreneur, is here to share her expertise on building a strong brand that attracts dream clients to your business, all while breaking free from the nine to five grand. Get ready for a powerful episode filled with insights and motivation as we explore CS incredible journey and learn about how we can differentiate ourselves by building a magnetic brand. Sia, welcome to the episode. I'm super excited to have you here. Thanks for having me. <laughs> how are you feeling today? How are you? Good. Energized. Yeah. That's sure. nice. And where are you tuning in from? I think it's good to also hear where you are because you are just like always everywhere around the world. Where are you tuning in from today? Uh, I'm in the States right now. Oh, nice. That's yeah. great. Well, we will talk about that. There's so much that we can learn about branding, brand. I think it's an ongoing topic, especially when you are a, it doesn't matter where you're starting or established. It's something that is a continuous thing to do. It evolves also uh, across you know, in, in time, it also changes. We've seen it with very big brands as well, like Instagram, Apple, you know, it always changes. So I think it's very interesting for us as female entrepreneurs to learn more about, you know, branding, how we can position ourselves on the market, how, how can we differentiate ourselves in a very competitive market. It doesn't really matter what your niche is. So let's get into that because I'm very curious to hear about, you know, how it started for you because you had a corporate job. It was a good job. You were working in tech. What made you want to start your online business as a brand coach? Yeah. So, um, it just started with during school that I wanted to experience, you know, living abroad. So I did that uh, I was able to do that two times, which was amazing and really changed my perspective. And then when I started my actual job after I graduated, I was like, hmm, I'm missing something, you know? I felt yeah. I I love studying because I had those opportunities to actually go away. And then mm -hmm. it just everyone around me was like, I don't really like school and I don't like to study and I don't like this and that. And I was like, Oh, yeah. I love it. I love it because it, it gave me so much opportunity to do all these things. Yeah. So, um, yeah, when I started my job, it was all new and everything. So I got adjusted to it. And then when I got settled a little bit, like after a year, then I was thinking more about, Hmm, I would love to like, start my own business again, because I have like started like little things before. Okay. And, um, yeah, now I was like, okay, I think I really want this. I really had the craving for it. Yeah. And then, yeah, someone at my job had uh, this side hustle that she did. And she okay. told me like, because we always were talking about like side hustles and things like that. So then, um, she said, you know, you need to try that too. And that was actually an Etsy, uh, an Etsy online uh, store. So yeah, that's how it, how it started actually. Nice. That's super interesting. So 
let talk us through that Etsy shop because that's something it caught your attention. You're like, okay, let's do this. So you started an Etsy shop called Poster Boutique, right? Prior to your yeah. coaching business. And you were doing something, I wouldn't say totally different. I think it's aligned with one another. You were selling illustrations and mm-hmm. the business was going well. Why did you decide to uh, to change your niche and focus on branding while you know your your business was going well basically i think it's for yeah. a lot of people it's hard to start something that is going yeah. well so why yeah. did you choose to change directions yeah um i actually think also that when um you're doing something and it goes well immediately you also like yeah. take it for granted a little bit because That's you're true. like oh i can just do that you know yeah. So I started Poster Boutique and yeah. it was amazing. I also created a brand around that. So it wasn't just creating illustrations, it also created a brand around that. Okay. And people were attracted to it and it was awesome. And from that community that I built uh, around my illustrations, people started requiring uh, or asking questions about, hey, do you do branding? And mm-hmm. I was like, yes, okay. I would love to do your branding. Yeah. yeah. Because this is also something that I I was familiar with, with my uh, actual corporate job. And so I was like, let's get it on, you know, let's, yeah. let's do that. I never uh-huh. did it for myself, but let me help you out. And um, so I, while I started doing that, it was super interesting because I was like, oh, I love this. This is, this is the right the direction I want to go into. And um, yeah, when I actually started doing that and officially promoted it on my illustration page, there was no demand. Mm, okay. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. that was insane. So that was actually, that actually makes your question more interesting. Well, <laughs> why did I keep continuing the branding? I think it was just like um, a passion, a passion from inside me. I, I was it. like, I just want to do this like uh, more yeah. than the illustrations because I still love doing illustrations and I still mm-hmm. do it as well. But the branding part just feels like it fulfills just, you. Yeah, I could just grow with it and like yeah. go in all other places and create yeah. an agency eventually. But yeah. Oh, wow. I love that idea. I get it. I think it's very interesting what you're sharing here, Siatania. Like, because I talk to a lot of female entrepreneurs, they start doing something and then they're very scared to tap into something else because sometimes they feel like, oh, maybe they failed or aren't, aren't they moving on too quickly? And I feel mm-hmm. like it's okay to change your, how do you say it? Your, your first business idea can change over time, right? Yeah. Um, okay. I feel that it's not something that you, if you feel deep in, deep down in your heart, it's not something that you should hold on to. Maybe later you can combine it. But if you feel that it's something else, just go with the flow, I guess. And I think that's yeah. something that you did as well. Like you followed your passion, even yeah. though illustration is something that you love to do. Yeah. So what I'm curious about, because... You have been sharing that even during your nine to five, you were always like very interested, interested about like talking about side hustles. Like apparently you wanted to be an entrepreneur. Where do you think that comes from? Like where did people around you when growing up or that you were inspired by or someone else, not in your family or in your circle that you were inspired by? Like where does it come from? Yeah. So 
I definitely saw an example of uh, just people in my family and then my father, um, the closest to me, that always started businesses. So it was something that I saw from up close that it is possible to create your own things and then start to, to make money with it. And like he never, he always had a corporate job. So it was always like a side hustle, but he had like actual businesses, like a store and like okay. a foundation or whatever. The possibility was open then to me to see yeah. that, you know, it is something it is that you can do. Yeah. yeah. Nice. That's yeah. good. That's, that's very interesting to hear. And, you know, so you are focused on helping other women build, you know, very unique, strong brands out there. That's clear. What I want to know and what I'm very curious about, like, how has that helped your business? Because I think there's always like an epiphany or an aha moment when you're an entrepreneur, right? When you do something, you're like, oh, but this was like the point where everything started to change for me. So take us with us, like, when did branding started to change your business in a very positive way? So that is actually an interesting question because for me, um, I already started it like uh, with branding. So it was from the ground up. It was already like a brand that I created around it. I would say that the impact that it has on a business would be that people instantly recognize what it is that you do, uh, what kind of vibe they have. and if. Mm-hmm. Uh, the business has and if it matches you know with who you are and where you want to go yeah so so then this might be a weird twist but where it actually changed for me is where I combined branding with marketing okay so yeah like I stated when I actually fully went into branding on in my community everyone was of course interested in illustrations but then when I started promoting branding then it was crickets. So I was like, how is this possible? This is my community and it's always like lively. What's going yeah, on? Yeah, what's happening? So Exactly. And it wasn't until I actually combined those core brand methods with marketing okay. methods that it like was like exploded. That, it, oh, that wow. brand aspect exploded. So for me, the most significant part is just, just combining those two together. Yeah. That is the magic combination. So I want to go deeper into that because we're hearing two things, right? We have marketing, we have branding. And I can imagine that not every entrepreneur has experience in marketing or branding. Like people are good in what they do, but it Mm. doesn't mean that they have, you know, experience in sales, experience in marketing or branding. And I think there are, there are a lot of misconceptions out there when it comes to the word brand or the verb branding. Even before mm-hmm. this episode, we were already talking about like brand, what is personal brand, what is brand. So explain to us, like, what is brand? What does it, inf- what, like, what are you creating? Because it's something intangible. What does it mean to yeah. have, to have or build a brand? <laughs> Okay, so there are like a lot of even different opinions around that with experts as well. Okay, so the best way to explain having a brand would be the way that you position your business and the kind of people that you want to attract. So with the positioning of your business, it could be the type of a service or product you have that it has like this special twist around it and uh, it's very focused 
on who you are targeting. So it's not so much just a, a broad, like, oh, everyone can just come here, you know? I just recently uh, looked into Nike and yeah. they started as a, a brand for runners. So I don't uh -huh. know, there's like a specific word for that too, but I yeah. think runners is like explains it enough. Mm -hmm. So it wasn't even for all athletes or whatever. It was when they started out, it was like for a specific group of people mm -hmm. and they did this amazing thing and they made it specially geared to them. So yeah. to me, when you create a brand, it is all about being super focused and having this special thing that makes it like extra valuable for those group, uh, for this group of people. Yeah. And because it is geared to a certain like person or group of people, you can make the whole identity of the brand fit mm -hmm. to them. Yeah. So that's where the colors come in. That's where the font come in. And like the things that you normally would say, okay, that is branding is the colors and the logo and, and the fonts, yeah. but it's actually the whole identity whole of thing. what you're doing. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and would you say like your, your mission and your methodology and what you stand for also becomes a part of your brand? as well oh yeah yeah okay. especially so uh, obviously it depends on what kind of uh business you have like for example for a coaching business that is extremely important because that is the part that's going to uh, differentiate you yeah. from other coaches yeah and then uh, obviously when you have i don't know a clothing business or something it can still be you know uh something that is included but it doesn't need to be because you have a product and it's not that's nobody's true necessarily looking at how are yeah. you making your mm -hmm. clothes um, yeah. but it could be for example a vegan brand a vegan clothing, vegan clothing brand or whatever yeah you know yeah, yeah. interesting so i'm hearing two th things right like there are different ways to build a brand when you have a product-based business and when you have like a service-based business let's look into the service-based businesses more mm -hmm. if do you feel like if you are a beginner, whether you're a coach or an online service provider, do you feel like building a brand is one of the first things you need to think about? Do you feel like it's, it should be high on your priority list? Yeah. So with the building a brand, I am basically always talking about your foundation, which is important. Um, the colors and the fonts, you know, what people normally perceive as a brand, that is then secondary because it is based on the entirety. So when you start your business, it is key to actually know who you are like gearing your message to. What is your message? Like, what are you saying? You, yeah. know, you need to know specifically what am I saying? And you can only know that by actually deeply understanding who you're speaking to. So yes. that is definitely part of the foundation of your brand and something you cannot skip. Uh, otherwise you're just saying yeah. some random things to some random people and you're going to get random results. Yeah. I love that. What, you, what you're saying, random results, random things <laughs> generates random <laughs> results. I want to ask you because I talk to a lot of starting entrepreneurs a lot, and I feel like many female, I'm, I'm just talking about female entrepreneurs because that's, those are the ones that I talk to. Me too. <laughs> they don't really understand the idea of choosing who they're talking to. They want to talk to mm. everybody. 
Yeah. Why do you feel, why do you think it is super important to make a choice in regards to who you're talking to? Why do you yeah. have to choose? Because everyone is like, why do I have to choose? I don't want to choose. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I get that too. I, I feel like 80% of the people that I talk to have this conception. Like I want to help everyone because if I am only limiting my uh, focus on one specific group, then I'm, an, I'm limiting my, uh, my possibility to get more income or my, my income mm -hmm. in general. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So I'm trying to find this, uh, analogy analogy. Um, so what I use with my clients is like a dating, uh, analogy. So when you, for example, get into a room of people at a, at a party and, um, you see a person that you're interested in and you keep looking at them. And that's just like equivalent to, you know, you're scrolling online and then you see a post that you think, like, oh, that's, yeah. that, that sparks my interest. Okay, you see a person that you're interested in and then this person starts like speaking uh, flirty comments to everyone. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> right? Then you're like, mm, I don't know if this is for me because this is not really exactly. what I'm looking for, you know? I'm, yeah. I'm, you're going to get turned off easily. Yes. You're like, I'm actually looking for a relationship for someone who's dedicated, um, for example, right? You're looking for a specific something. You're always looking for a specific something. And uh, that's also actually, I think, a nice link to when you do random things, you're also going to attract people that do uh, not have like a specific purpose, if that makes sense. Because mm -hmm. if you don't really know where you're going then you know you're gonna get end up somewhere with a coach that is the same so it's very mm -hmm. much attracting um you attract the same kind of energy that you put out yeah. mm -hmm. anyway i don't know if i explained that enough but when you have someone in that room that is looking at you the same way that you're looking at them and then you get in a conversation and then you're like oh i'm i'm looking actually for a dedicated uh you know relationship and then and you're like oh my god i am looking for the same thing and then yeah. you connect that is like true. oh my god you are for me right i want to go on That's a date with true. you like i want to step 100%. into business with you whatever yeah 100 percent. and i agree with you also when it comes to if you target everyone you also get you attract people that also don't really know what where they are going so yeah. everything becomes yeah. very mediocre I totally mm -hmm. understand. I love how you explain this, by the way, with a dating analogy. <laughs> so then a quick question, because I can imagine that the listeners right now are like, okay, talk to me. How do I start? How do I start a brand? Like what will be like maybe three practical tips that you can share with all of us right now? If we've, you know, never thought of it before, what can we do today to, to yeah. get started? Okay, so it depends on do they already have a passion for something? Do they already know, like have a vision for a business or not yet? Yeah, yeah. let's say they already have a vision for their business. They, you know, they've put things out there. They have their Instagram page, but they've never thought about like establishing a brand. Like mm -hmm. how do you get, how do you get about it? Um, the first thing would definitely be brainstorming. So I think you should just, I'm really thinking now, what yeah. is the easiest step to get started when you already have everything set up? 
you haven't you haven't you have never sold something you've sort of okay. created a product but crickets nothing is happening okay nothing. firstly you need to let the go need to let go of everything you did before so release all the like emotional attachment to what you have done and um what you did before and start like with a complete blank slate to like really give yourself a chance to expand your brainstorm session to all the possibilities that are available to you because most likely the thing that is really going to accelerate your growth is something that you haven't thought of before mm -hmm. because you know when you do something want to do something you never done before you need to what i don't know what it is anymore but you know I, what i'm saying yeah i know what you mean i yeah. know what you <laughs> so let's start there let's start there so normally i'm always with my clients so i have the brainstorm session with them you know to like yeah. to ask the questions and uh and make them things out of the box so that would be the first thing to like eliminate everything from your past and okay, think, okay let's let me start uh, fresh and clean so okay. then you're gonna start a brainstorm session with yourself you're gonna look at okay what is it that i'm actually doing because i noticed as well that when you're really passionate about something and really have something that you can talk about like forever and have knowledge about that you wouldn't mind like spending hours and hours and hours on no. that guilty <laughs> that is that that you will be fine like same for me like i love talking about business so yes. i'm so happy with my clients because then i can talk about business all day if your business that you already had isn't centered around that you need to skip that completely because um the passion i think is key like some people say oh you can build a million dollar business without passion but i think like but what is the point then? Like, yeah, what's I'm just, the point? I'm just doing then things every day that I don't really love to do. Like, why? Like, I don't mm -hmm. know if I could make mm -hmm. money with what I love. And you're going to look at like what you want to do. And I then think that you should focus on like the product again. So I'm, I'm now thinking about, okay, how can I give like a simple step? Because it's actually, you know, it goes a lot deeper than a simple step. Uh, but I think you can break it down to uh, looking at like a specific pain point of people that you want to help. So you're looking at what you love. Then you're looking at when you think about that subject, what is like a pain point that people experience? And once you have that specific pain point, you're going to look at, okay, who do I want to help with that? Right. Yeah. And then you can sharpen those uh, three things and see like where you're going with that see if you can yeah. create a product around that. And I think you can do that yeah. in one day, like roughly. And once you did that, this is the like key point. You're going to go out in the world, in the world. I can't speak. <laughs> going to go out no. in the world. And then you're going to actually talk to people. Like if you want to okay. be a boss, boss as CEO, you want to like leave all your fear behind and what people are going to take of you and really get out there and talk to people about that idea that you just created in one day and see what people think of it. Okay. Like, yeah, for what sure. do you mean by talking to people? Like being in their DMs or sending an email? Like, let me specify that it needs to be the people that you actually want to attract that you need to okay. talk to. So if you okay. don't have access to them personally, definitely reach out to them and um, like leverage, like be, don't be the type of person that just takes, also be able to like give something back and say like, um, 
if, for example, if you're a copywriter and you want to help, uh, so a previous client of mine, sorry, my, my dog is on my lap. <laughs> no, that's, that's absolutely fine. <laughs> <laughs> previous client of mine she uh is a copywriter and she wanted to actually serve uh clients that um were influencers in the travel industry travel and beauty industry okay. so what she, what she was doing is she was actually reaching out to them to talk about what it is that they wanted what it is that they needed so she could like clarify her message mm-hmm. and after that, her marketing, and she did that by actually offering to write uh, something for them for free, which is actually a cool thing to connect, but also, mm-hmm. uh, and helps you out with your research, but also immediately talk to someone who is interested in what you're doing. Uh, hopefully, like if you thought it out uh, enough, because you're going to like sharpen it so you can yeah. reach people without actually, um, like talking to them directly. And then have a potential client out of it, you know? I love that. I feel like a lot of people, um, especially when you're starting out, I was there too. Like I'm 100% guilty. The thing, the, the, the act of reaching out to potential clients, whether it's through scary. research or what you're saying right now, people find it so, so scary. And I was there too. To be honest with you, like before I rebranded my business, I was yeah. like, I, I'm not, I'm not going to that. No way. I'm not going to do that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And the moment you like, you step out of that comfort zone, it becomes very easy. Like I do it almost on a daily. Yeah. It doesn't really matter. And yeah, sometimes you will not get like maybe a respond or people will ghost mm-hmm. you. It mm-hmm. doesn't really matter. Like no, life goes really on. Doesn't. Yeah. Really, I think when you detach yourself, like what you're saying as your the first step, like start fresh, new, um, you know, a whiteboard, no emotion. I think when you do that also with that step, it really helps you a lot. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I love that because I think uh, also a big part of that um, for sure is uh, building up your confidence yeah. to the level that you're like. Yo, I'm really helping people. I need to like yeah. put my like uh, message out there so people can actually get the help that I am offering because this is gold. Yeah. Like you need to you need yeah. to be able to think about your business in that way. And yeah. um, like a quick tip for that as well that I give to my clients is write down a list of like thirty things, three zero, um, that you love about your business and why people should pay for it 30 Mm -hmm. things and it will like uh one of my clients she was so nervous to reach out to people and then i told her okay do this exercise before you do your uh uh, your sales call do this exercise it's just like oh my god thank you so much yeah so it really like boosts your um confidence for sure exactly it's a confidence thing and i think it comes with with time as well but i feel like sometimes you just need that push and then you just go, like, just do it, no emotion. And to be honest yeah, with you, yeah. if I have to share my experience, those are the most fun conversations. Like, I have oh, yeah. a lot of fun when I'm yeah. talking to people that fit into my ideal client persona. It's so fun to have these conversations. Like, it, it's yeah. so natural, authentic. Like, I, it's just having a conversation. Like, Oh, yeah. Yeah. Right? 
So share with us. We are very curious to hear what's like what's going to happen next year for your business, Design Boutique. Like you already gave like a little hint when you were like when we were starting this conversation. Uh, I'm not sure if it's for next year, but take us through the plans that you have for your business. Yes. So for sure, uh, eventually I would love to have a design agency with other female designers um, working in the agency. And for next year, I would say I want to transition from uh, a one-on-one clients to like uh, a group. Uh, Also to create more of a community. And um, I have this amazing software that I'm using now that has like uh, almost like a Facebook type of feel. Mm, to it for the community vibe but i can Mm -hmm. like completely customize it to my own branding uh uh, elements and it's i just i'm really looking forward to using that and like just having everyone in there so they can network and like build relationships and we can grow together and so that would be my goal for next year that's so nice it's incredible like i'm already following you on Instagram, how can people find you? Like, take us through, like, I can imagine that someone might be listening and be like, this is what I need right now. How can they work with you? Share that. And how can they find you on the World Wide Web? Yes. So I am um, completely uh, website-less <laughs> at the okay. moment. Yeah. I've been trying to build it for... Um, the last two years um but i'm working on it i'm working on it hopefully like before the end of the year it will be done i am on instagram design boutique nl and mm-hmm. then how you can work with me is through one-on-one in okay. which i create your brand foundation so we're gonna go into the brand identity that we actually talked over uh today so not just the colors and the fonts but actually the the base of your business and your messaging and then i help my clients this is what i like to do differently is i help my clients get their first few clients and actually launch with a four-figure launch so Mm -hmm. that is what the one-on-one is about and then i also have digital product in which uh, you go through that uh, same framework, and but it's like a do-it-yourself version with um, a complete workbook and a, um, a video lessons that you can follow. And for the moment, I also have monthly coaching sessions with that. Okay. So maybe, yeah, I don't know how long I'm going to have the free coaching sessions with that, but okay. for the time being, and maybe we can like... Uh, discuss uh, maybe a coupon code or something that whenever people are watching this, that they can just um, yeah, keep having that. That's a good one. Those free sessions. I will add that into the description notes of this podcast. I think this is a okay. very good one that we can add, but thanks for sharing. It's good to know that there's a one-on-one um, service there. And there's also like a do-it-yourself version for whoever is like, you know, one-on-one support, but one-on-one is included as well in the, uh, do it yourself as well, but maybe temporarily. Right. Yeah, but it's a, that's in a group session already. Okay. Uh, group yeah. Session. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. But you can it. ask, it's a live, uh, coaching session in which we were just, we're all mm-hmm. present and you can ask your questions. Yeah. So that in that sense, you are speaking to me. Yeah. Sounds very good. Well, First off, I want to thank you so, so, so much for being a guest here on the Digital Dreamers Hub podcast. 
We've learned a lot about branding. It was very interesting to hear your journey, how you started in corporate, and now you're like traveling, traveling the world while helping other women uh, building a, a very strong brand for themselves and attracting their dream clients. Very interesting. Thank you so much. It was thank it you. was super fun to have this conversation with you. And I love it. Thank you all for listening and tuning in, and I'll catch you guys in the next episode.